0: everything is in focus and if you're looking at this and thinking is that man not wearing a shirt the answer is no that man is not wearing a shirt if that's a problem i would highly encourage you to download this audio only podcast on the podcast player of your choice find it under the toronto beer podcast with your host me a topless because it is hot as balls chris schreier After the sounds, the dulcet tones of the Curry Brothers with our usual theme song. That was the sound of me closing my printer tray because I remembered to do that before. Well, I started, no, but very early on in the, in the, in the podcast, the broadcast, the br- 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 broadcast. Hmm. We're going to have to workshop that a little. But in the meantime, yes, apologies. I'm not wearing a shirt. It is very hot in my office right now. The window is open, so you might hear passers-by. Hello, Jake. Uh, But again, as noted, if you're uncomfortable with my bare upper body, feel free to just download the audio on this one. Hey, kids, sorry it's been a while. Or in the words of uh, Stained, it's been a while. Um, I... Did not podcast last week, nor did I podcast the week before that. Um, why? I don't know. Sometimes stuff happens. One of those was the long weekend. Was that one week ago or two week ago? I don't know. August sort of becomes a little mushy. But here we are. We're back at it because it is Monday night on the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, your host, Chris Schreier. Hey, I got... A fancy beer to drink here and I said that on purpose because of course what I am talking about is this absolute beauty fancy lad kinda hard to see on both the cameras actually the label if I turn it just so you might be able to see um, the labels quite light colored um, really requires a human eye uh, not so much a camera to read but I do I do tell you It's a fancy-looking label with a fancy lad on it. This, what is this? It's a Lemon Sherbert IPA. Who knew? We live in a golden age of IPAs. Now, Rorschach has a bunch of uh, wacky IPAs out there. I've got some dreamsicle IPAs in my fridge, too, and I've been enjoying those uh, in their way. Not necessarily exactly what I'm looking for in a beer, but very tasty. Speaking of which, I am drinking a Rorschach. Uh, I've forgotten now. Hang on. Nope. That was the last can of it. Absolution, maybe? One of their delicious IPAs. Man, they make good IPAs. Mmm. It's kind of warming up. Because as noted, hot as balls in here. This is hot as balls. Uh... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shotgun this. Hang on one second. If you're listening to the podcast, this is not going to be entertaining at all. But from where I'm sitting, that beer is done. And now we can focus on Fancy Lads Lemon Sherbert IPA. Now, I will tell you, I enjoy good Lemon Sherbert Uh, lemon gelato also works well I like those citrusy uh, icy they're not ice cream right there's no milk in there god help you if you did that Um, but I love those as a kid actually uh, Baskin Robbins Uh, do they still exist 31 flavors they always had more I thought never counted but seems surely like there must have been more uh, there was a Baskin Robbins not too far from where I lived, a significant chunk of my younger childhood. And we would go over there, especially once my uh, my mom and stepdad, uh, they weren't married yet, they were dating. Uh, he would often take us over to the, uh, the Baskin Robbins for a uh, a cone, a scoop, if you like. And uh, one of my favorites there, daiquiri ice. So this was like a, a, a lime... Sherbert but with a bit of a bit of rum flavoring in it. I was still very fancy eating that. Did enjoy the daiquiri ice from Baskin Robbins. Of course the old standbys, you know, there was like chocolate peanut butter. That's alright. Rocky Road. Hey, marshmallows and ice cream. Who would say no to that? There were others, I'm sure. My memories are minimal. But I do remember Daiquiri Ice. I enjoyed that. And this, fancy lads, lemon sherbert IPA. I mean It's probably not going to taste of rum, probably, but I suspect it's going to have a really nice citrusy pop to it. Now, I can already... oh, it's like my childhood. Smell. Oh, look, a fruit fly literally landed in there the moment I poured it. Jackass. Oh, these aromas of, of lemon, and it's, it's lemon juice and lemon peel. I, I haven't even held the glass up to my face. If you're not watching the video, I assure you, it is on the table in front of me. These are just the bouquet of aroma pouring out of this glass is lemonorific. If I could, uh, I believe that's what the French say. Uh, lemon Now, uh, Now, I didn't do a very good job pouring it I don't think I did that on camera And you will actually now note um, Heads dropped quite a bit But I suspect that could be related There might be some lemon peel in here And lemon oil will certainly not be good for head retention Also, I did scrub this glass out Because it had some detritus in it from the dishwasher Sometimes uh, we make overnight oats And then the mason jars that we eat those oats out of get put in the dishwasher sometimes there's some like oat flaky bits I think that's what was in here gets caught in the curvy glasses in the dishwasher and yes I do use the dishwasher for a lot of my glassware Uh, and I'm okay with that because these are German glasses and they say "Dishwash away you'll be fine they're very tough well that didn't really make as convincing a sound as I was hoping let me see if I can Hmm. Slightly better. Anyway, uh, I'm going to actually stick my nose into the bouquet of this and uh, probably report back more of the same. I can't imagine that it would change when I get closer. I think it's just going to get more intense. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, lemony, for sure. Lemony, but... Hmm. hmm I did have one of these a while ago and I didn't super pay attention to it I knew it was very lemony and tart very lovely I didn't really spend a lot of time working over the aroma there is there lactose I'm not going to read the can yet there might be lactose in here there is a slightly creamy I don't know how to put it I'm not sure my brain could be playing tricks on me I'm going to have a sip Anyway, very lemony. That's pretty much the main thing, and yeah, this maybe slightly lactosey thing. I'm not sure. Hang on a sec. I'm gonna have a sip, and we'll we'll report back. One one moment, please. It'd be super useful if Jordan Saint John or Robin LeBlanc were watching this right now. They're not. I can see. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know how they do it. Very lemony. I'm not so sure about that idea about the the lactose on the, the palate. Not a lot of residual sweetness, which you would expect. I need another sip. Hang on a second. Very tasty. Very tart. Very tasty. It tastes so reminiscent of like a lemon gelato or a lemon sherbet, if you prefer. There's definitely, well, I say definitely, I could be wrong. I, I assume, I, I think there's lemon peel in here. There's a nice, slightly bitter, marmalade y almost uh, peel, pithy kind of taste to it. There's a lot of, of juice, of, of just lemon juice. Uh, in there as well. Oh, hmm. I just got it. hmm. Oh, on the finish. I got some malt on there. I was not expecting that. I mean, obviously it's a beer. Oh, you know what's really interesting, actually? Something just occurred to me. Yeah, and there it is again. You get this multi. It just pops up for a moment on the finish, and then it goes away. The finish is mostly uh, bitter, uh, very much lemon peel, and I'm assuming hops, it's an IPA, so that makes sense, but it's a little hard to disentangle the actual lemon versus the lemony hops, and I'm assuming, you know, there's probably like Eldorado or something in here. Um, Maybe some Mandarina Bavaria, jack up that citrus vibe a little, probably get away with some Simcoe in there, not too piney, but it could be in there but I was going to say the lemon part of it and the way that the beer kind of glimmers through for a moment. It reminds me of the early two thousands. Take a trip with me kids. Now, I don't know how many of you were drinking alcohol in the early two thousands. I was, um, being that I was born in 1980, I became legal drinking age in the uh, late nineties. Um, but I say this, I digress. Uh, President's Choice. I just noticed my output tray is still open. Oh, that's frustrating. Close. Oh, I know why it's not closing. It's because the. There we go. Sorry, it fixed it. Ben Johnson's tuned in while I've been dicking around with my printer. Uh, and he says, is there a GoFundMe to get your shirt back? Can I help? Ben Johnson, how much are you willing to pay? Because I could put a shirt on if the price is right. So I'm curious. Throw a number out there and we can discuss. We can debate. Uh, in the meantime, it's hot as balls in Toronto. Don't know about London. But I'm I'm sweating with no shirt on. So shirt was out of the question. 15 $15. No, no, no. I'm pretty comfortable without my shirt on. Uh, I mean, if I were to counter uh, 50, like a 5 I would do it for 50. And if you did it as a GoFundMe, maybe people would join in. That'd be all right. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, early aughts. President's Choice made uh, uh, a couple of um, beer-based coolers basically because you could sell them at the beer store so this was like i remember in high school like people thought mike's hard lemonade was like so cool it's a hard lemonade so cool it was like vodka soda with like synthetic flavoring in it but whatever uh pc i think under the the dave's brand because dave nickel was like in charge at the time made these beer-based coolers which i'm assuming were just malt extract with a ton of flavoring put in also likely predominantly synthetic. Um, this, I, I want to be careful. This is significantly better than those were, but it's reminiscent of that where the, the first flavor you get is predominantly not what you would associate with, with beer. It's, it's very lemony again, like lemon sherbet. Um, but with, uh, a. uh, uh a whisper of beer-like things going on on the back end, which is quite nice. The lemon sherbetty thing—it's—it's it's quite good and it's quite convincing, and I'm not tiring of it, which is normally what happens with a drink like this. Normally, with a drink like this, that's sort of um, reminiscent of like a soda. Oh, I do. I'm gonna have to look this beer up. There's something going on there. There might be some vanilla. Maybe that's what's tricking my mind. It doesn't feel lactose-y, but I keep getting something that's making me go, is there lactose in there? I just can't see it. Lactose and lemon does not sound like a, a winning combination, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, this is delicious. I'm not tiring of it. I, I probably wouldn't drink a lot of them, like more than maybe two, but it's very tasty. So it's very lemony, very reminiscent of lemon sherbet. There's a little bit of a malty thing that happens, and then the finish, as I say, um, fairly bitter and uh, and and lemon peely, with a little bit of the tartness. It, by the way, did I mention it's quite tart? Like when I say lemon juice, I'm not messing around. I mean it's tart. It's delightfully, pleasingly tart. A little bit like a lemon meringue pie, a lemon curd uh, is what it's like actually, because uh, there's no meringue here, um, like a lemon curd in a beer. I really like this. It's very. I mean, it's almost a little bit like lemonade y, but, but better because, again, a lot of peel to it, a lot of nice bitterness to it, and carbonated, which helps, and a little beery thing going on in the background. Okay, we're gonna look it up. Did I mention, by the way, it's Rorschach Brewing, and it's a collaborative brew with uh, Robin and Jordan from. Oh, I've just knocked the Instagram camera. Sorry, I know you all wanna see my topless form while I type here fancy lads uh ipa let's take a boo here oh it's hopped with lemon drop and eldorado well okay we 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 got that there is vanilla in there oh and there is lactose brewed with oats and lactose hopped with lemon drop and eldorado okay i'm glad i thought i was going crazy but i just thought it would be crazy to put lactose in this beer but so it's a it's a it's a milkshake ipa or they've been making, they call them dreamsicles IPA, which I dig. Um, brewed with oats and lactose, hopped with lemon drop and Eldorado, and conditioned on plenty of lemon puree and vanilla. So there is vanilla there, too. Good. I'm not going totally crazy. Notes of juicy lemon, citrus candy, fair, limoncello, that's also lemon, and hints of vanilla and pine. Made in collaboration with Robin LeBlanc and Jordan St. John of the Ontario Craft Beer Guide, the podcast. I noted in the description and also the book. Oh, cool. 25 cents from every can sold will go towards Story Planet, a nonprofit organization in Toronto dedicating, dedicated to amplifying the voice of children and young people in equity seeking communities through writing, art, and performance. Fantastic. Okay, what did we learn? There are oats and lactose in here. Didn't catch the oats. It's not that I don't think the body's full, it's just because it's so tart, it's a little hard to focus in on that. Um, Thinking back now, I'm like, yeah, I believe you that there's oats in there, no trouble believing that. Lactose, similarly, I mean, I noticed it on the nose, it's wild, that is just buck wild, it's very tasty. Lemon puree. And vanilla. I mean, <laughs> in the most literal sense of the phrase, it does what it says on the can. It tastes like lemon sherbet. It's very, very good. Loving that uh, proceeds from it go towards this charity. I've never heard of them before, but it sounds great. Uh, I am a big proponent of uh, what what the singer Raffi uh, calls child honoring. And this uh, sounds like a form of child honoring, but in in specific, uh, they say equity seeking communities, which I like. Often the language I've used and I've heard used in the past, of course, marginalized uh, communities, but that changes the dynamic. And I like that that wording equity seeking. That's good. I need to I need to I need to reprogram that phrase into my vocabulary, uh, which periodically I have to do with things. And I like it when I see ones like this. That's good. I like that. And I like this beer, like I said, probably wouldn't have more than two, but uh, in one sitting anyway, but, uh, but it's, it's very, very tasty. So to recap, we're drinking Fancy Lads Lemon Sherbert IPA from Rorschach. It does indeed contain lactose and vanilla. It is what you might call a milkshake IPA. Uh, It's hopped with Lemon Drop and Eldorado. Nicely done, guys. Uh, I don't get too much pine. There's mention you might get some pine. I'm not necessarily getting that, but I mean, a ton of lemon and all the things they describe that are also lemons, like lemon, um, uh, lemoncello, citrus candy. Totally get that. And And yeah, notes of vanilla. Man, I'm glad. I thought I was going crazy. For the people listening at home and for... The people watching on YouTube. I just want you to know. Five people, five, four people have joined on Instagram and left very quickly. And I can only imagine it's the fact I'm not wearing a shirt. I am sorry about that, guys. Once again, I reiterate, it's really hot in here. Uh, OK, let's talk more about this here. Uh I mean, what are you going to eat it or drink it with while you eat? Sorry, there's an there's another GD fruit fly in my drink. Alanis Morissette can suck an egg. I don't care how not actually ironic that is. I don't want it. Hmm. Okay, so what are you gonna eat? Like, on the one hand, you could eat something like a lemon meringue pie or a lemon square or like a lemon curd. Uh, You would certainly be doing some complimentary stuff, uh, and that would probably work well. But it's just lemon, 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 lemon. Like, that's like saying, like, oh, you know, you know, it goes good with chocolate. Other chocolate. (laughs) Have you tried different chocolate with the chocolate you're eating? They'll chocolate each other up. Uh, So what you actually want to do is is branch out a little bit. And I think I know what you're going to do. And I've I've suggested this before, so forgive me, but it's going to work really well here. This I mean, this has applications in non dessert slash confection applications. But did I say application twice has applications and applications? Anyway, you get what I'm saying. You could. Drink this beer while eating other things for sure. but I've got two different offerings for you. One that i've I've used before, and it's kind of complicated unless you have a person in your life who enjoys baking or you yourself enjoy baking. Not really the kind of thing you typically buy, so it's gonna need to be prepared. It's a Pavlova, which is a meringue based dessert, normally, it, so a large mound of meringue baked. It's crispy on the outside. It's gooey in the middle, and uh, and then you 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 uh, what's the word? I'm I'm doing it with my hand here. I feel like Jeff Goldblum. Uh, yes, he's, uh, when you take the <clears throat> the things, the ingredients, and uh, from a not insignificant height, uh, sort of scatter them around uh i keep wanting to say drizzle but you don't exactly drizzle chunks of fruit scatter drop adorn you put fruit on top of the dang meringue that's what you do and in this case what i want you to do is go into the citrus realm but without hitting lemons so use um uh like clementine Uh, bits and and grapefruit wedges and just different citruses with the pavlova with this beer because the pavlova is very sweet and it offsets the sourness and I think you're going to get a really cool bit of simpatico the other thing uh, and this might be a bit surprising but uh, simple because this is something you can buy shortbread eat shortbread cookies with this beer I bet it'll blow your mind if you really need to know why it's because shortbreads are sweet, dense uh, and and fat heavy, and this beer is bright, citrusy, and a little bitter, so you're two totally different sets of flavors that are gonna come together and like be perfect. Shortbread cookies with this beer would be just magical. Uh, I would highly recommend, of course. You could have a scoop of lemon sherbet ice cream. You could probably get away with a slice of vanilla ice cream with this because, again, there is lactose and vanilla in here. I would advise against doing um, like a float. I think that would get gross, but uh, you could certainly try that, too. But uh, pavlova or shortbread cookies, that's 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 going to work real well. If you wanted to do a main, some sort of pork, some sort of uh, grilled white fish could all work well, depending on how you prepare them. Not going to get into that. I've already given you some great ideas. You can figure those ones out yourself. I've given you some groundwork. Work with it. Um, That is what we're drinking. That is, again, one more time, Fancy Lads, Rorschach Brewing collab beer with uh, Jordan St. John and Robin LeBlanc, who, as noted in my description and what i just read out uh are the hosts of the Tr- Tr- toronto craft beer guide did i get that right i just want to get it right the ontario not toronto dang the first thing i said was wrong the ontario craft beer guide the podcast uh you can look that up uh wherever you're listening to this podcast if i'm honest with you it's probably there unless you're listening on some really unusual player then i'm not sure how you're getting this anyway i digress they're a ton of fun very cool people super knowledgeable and uh i consider myself lucky to call them friends so robin jordan tasty beer friends at rorschach banger let's have more of that i'll uh i'll drink this every time it comes out Mm. Mm -mm -mm. now i actually saved a couple of uh of messages here because uh because there's some events coming up now. I just want to take a look here. I've got, yeah, there are, okay, three. Yes. Okay. All happening this weekend. So strap on your stupid, drink your NRC or whatever it is you consume to try and offset your hangover. You got a lot of drinking to do this weekend, kids. Oh, no, wait, sorry, pardon me. Two of them are this weekend. One of them is not until September. So you got tons of time. Cancel everything I just said. You're going to be fine. Two things happening this weekend that you need to be aware of, and they are Snoopy Palooza at Black Lab Brewing. Snoopy, friend of the pod, I dare say, uh, the, uh, the spiritual uh, guide of Black Lab Brewing, and uh, they celebrate his birthday every year uh, in August with a giant festival at uh, Black Lab Brewing, beautiful back patio Easy to get to just south of Queen uh, on Eastern. Really nice spot. Uh, It's running August 12th to the 14th. That's Friday, Saturday and Sunday from noon till 9 p.m. Stock and trade will be serving up a barbecue feast on all three days. And yes, I am reading this directly out of the email. Friday from 5 to 9 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday from 12 till 6. Note those times, kids, not the whole time. Just around mealtime, so don't mess that up. The Bark and Bakery, Toronto's first ever food truck for dogs, will be on site Friday from 5 to 9 p.m. Your pups will love these fresh baked treats. That does sound delightful. And of course, Snoopy's Legacy 2022 will be released on draft and Bottles on Thursday, August the 12th. Uh, last year, no, a couple of years ago, 2019, uh, the beer won uh, uh, Best New Beer in Ontario. And uh, this year, as they say, it's tasting even better. This 2022 version, it's an American wild ale. I believe it's always an American wild ale. Uh, will feature mango and blood orange. Last year, two years? No, it must have been last year because I took ginger. It was a very pleasing wild ale that was tart without being acetic. Had a really nice uh, fruit component to it. Great in the heat because it was as it is right now hot as balls and uh, I really enjoyed it. So uh, I'm going to try and figure out a way that me and Ginger can go down again. And I would highly recommend you go down, particularly if you have a four-legged friend who is well-behaved on a leash. uh, Take them on down. A lot of breweries are dog-friendly, but not a lot of breweries are called Black Lab Brewing. Uh, They are as dog-friendly as you get. I've gone there with a friend whose dog barked the whole time, and nobody told him to get that stupid barking dog out of the brewery. Because they're just really polite. It's great. By the way, if your dog's going to bark the whole time they're there, maybe reconsider Uh, also Steam Whistle Roundhouse Craft Beer Festival. I don't actually see the email, but I remembered that that was the first thing I remembered. Uh, it's at Roundhouse Park this weekend. Um, I think it's craftbeerfest.ca or something like that. If you just Google Steam Whistle Craft Beer Festival, it's going to be the first thing that comes up. It's like, I don't know, 35 bucks or something to get in. You get some tickets, you buy more tickets. There's tons of beer. Everyone's going to be there. Weather's going to be beautiful, but hot. Location is fantastic. Uh, centrally located, as they say. Uh, totally worth going down to. Super cool festival. Uh, and uh, and so I recommend that. And then lastly, I had this email just today from our friends, friends of the pod, at Block 3 Brewing, uh, the, their Blocktoberfest, which is a delightful portmanteau uh uh, tickets are now available and there is a promo code and because you are a listener of toronto beer podcast and they sent me the email i will give you the code use the code blockhead all one word get it block three you're a fan you're a blockhead blockhead all one word for five dollars off ticket price you are wondering when is this delightful event well i'll tell you it's friday september the 23rd and saturday september the 24th tickets on sale now there is a button in this email that says learn more i have not uh clicked it nor am i going to i can tell you this about block three they're in saint jacobs which is a absolutely delightful little town they make some absolutely fantastic beers uh it's funny because um in, in the email, they they advertised to Citronella, which is Citra and Ella Hopped IPA, and Space Cowboy, also an IPA. Their brewer, Kevin, notoriously not a big fan of the Hazy Boys, I thought, but uh, makes a lot of crazy wild ales and soured things and barrel-aged things and evidently also some IPAs. Uh, but... <laughs> your mind is going to be blown. I bet they're going to make some real kick-ass German-style lagers for the event uh, and a bunch of other super cool beers, so check them out. That would be a really good uh, weekend trip. Maybe see if you can get, if you book right now, might not be too late, I don't know, uh, get yourself a little uh, a B and b or something in the area. It is a very quaint little town. Make sure you stop by St. Jacob's Market, too, if you've never been. It is a sight to behold. So that is the things we're doing. As always, just a reminder, friends, I just mentioned three. Count them, three different beer festivals. All three are going to be varying uh, sizes and, uh, uh, you know, uh, attendance wise and and in terms of square footage. Um, But as always, when you're attending a festival... You need to be the eyes and ears on the ground, particularly if you are uh, through uh, uh, genetics in a place of of uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I I once again feel a bit like Jeff Goldblum. Uh, (laughs) Privilege is the word. Oh, we could do some really interesting uh, uh, psychoanalysis on why it took me so long to come up with the word privilege as I sit here with no shirt on, drinking beer on the Internet. Hmm. Yeah, there's some deconstructing to do there. If you are a person whom, through your genetics, are in a p- place of privilege, i.e., you are a straight-presenting white male identifying person your job at festivals first and foremost is not to enjoy beers at the festivals No, maybe it's it's one and one maybe they're tied but you need to be spending at least as much energy making sure that people aren't being stupid at the festival and doing terrible things to other people and as i always say you don't have to actually be the person who stops the behavior but if you see something say something Tell an organizer, tell a security person, tell anybody who looks like they might have some ability to influence the actions and behaviors of people at the festival. Because festivals can be absolutely terrible places for people who are not straight-presenting, white, male-identifying people uh, through jeers and catcalling, through inappropriate touching, through unwanted advances, right up to full-on sexual assault. Just Terrible, awful sexual assault. Uh, So as much as possible while you're at a festival, if you're having a good time, especially make sure everybody else around you is having a good time, too. And that might mean calling out some bad behavior. It might mean stepping into a situation or it might just mean reporting something that you see. But please, if you do see something, say something. There are some great apps that do that. Some festivals have reporting systems built in, depending on who organized it and how keyed in there on this but that's your first and foremost uh priority is if you're having fun at the festival make sure everybody else is safe and having fun too hopefully the organizers are doing as much if not more work uh to make sure that that's the case but sadly that's not always true and in those cases it requires people who again through no intention of their own but the luck of genetics are in a place where when you speak people listen to you uh, so please, uh, if you see something, say something. That's the message of every Toronto beer podcast, isn't it? If you see something, say something with that in mind. I will be at Snoopy Palooza, hopefully this weekend with my beloved little dog. Oh, she's so lovely. And, uh, maybe she'll get to meet Snoopy. He's a friendly fella. I don't think they've ever met, but I've met him and I know my dog and I think they'd get on great. Bring your dog down. Uh, especially if they're well-behaved, <laughs> please. Definitely only if they're well-behaved. Bring your kids down, especially if they're well-behaved. Please actually only if they're well-behaved. To quote Mandy Murphy, well-mannered and leashed dogs and children always welcome. And she never makes it sound like there's a comma. You can take from that what you will. Uh, With that in mind, I will be back next week after those events. Maybe report in from one or maybe both. Probably just one. Uh, and I will be drinking something else. Delicious. Reminder, we were drinking tonight. Fancy Lads Lemon Sherbert IPA. Delicious. From Rorschach. Don't know if I mentioned this. Available at the brewery right now or for online uh, ordering. Get it how you like. It's delicious. Check out some of their other, the Dreamsicle IPAs. They've got a couple right now. Strawberry one and the, uh, double orange something. Really cool, really cool beers. Been enjoying those. And also their regular standbys. The hireth reth amazing. Um, they make a really cool Japanese-style lager. Like that a lot. A lot of the guys, funny enough, a lot of my rugby boys have started drinking that because our pitch is about 150 meters away from Rorschach. There's an unfortunate um, <laughs> construction project going on between the two, so it's actually a more circuitous route than just a straight line. But hopefully when that's all said and done, we'll be back to straight lining over to... Uh, to Rorschach but yeah a lot of the boys have just been uh, foregoing the usual LCBO run and hitting up Rorschach and that that Japanese lager is getting a lot of uh, play at the rugby pitch and so is the Mexican they do a, a Mexican style lager uh, which the boys are all really enjoying post-rugby beers are not known for being thinkers. Uh, You're not writing an essay about them. You're tending to open them and drink them fairly rapidly because you're quite hot and quite thirsty. And they are nothing if not satiating. So check out Rorschach, big fan of their beers. And uh, yeah, didn't even talk rugby. Oh, I am going to talk one rugby thing. I'm going to put a link in the description's to a Kickstarter. Uh, There's a rugby club in England. Uh, It's a women's program, and they've had a bunch of their funding removed this year, and unfortunately, they're dependent on that funding, and their literal existence is now in the balance, so they've started a crowd uh, fund. Uh, uh, Don't donate to Ben Johnson's uh, crowd fund to get me to put a shirt on. Donate to this crowd fund for these women in England to be able to maintain their program. This is an elite-level rugby program. Uh, It's inexcusable that the government's not funding them, but they're not. And so in the interim, uh, they need people to kick in. Literally, a couple of dollars would go a long way. I think their total goal is only 16,000 pounds, which, I mean, that's more than I can give. But in the grand scale of fundraisers, it's not that much money. So uh, please uh, check the link. It'll be in the the description. Whether you're looking on YouTube, I'll, I'll paste it in... No, I'll put it in my bio on Instagram and uh, it'll be on the podcast player of your choice. And uh, if you're able, um, please consider making a a small or a very large uh, donation to uh, to that cause. Uh, that's the only rugby PSA this week. Um, we'll talk more about rugby next week because guys, we're entering the playoffs and we are entering them. So we'll get to that. I'm going to let Rob Curry and the Curry brothers take us home, as I always do the record is we are the curry brothers the track is link ray gun and golly if it doesn't make me happy every dang time i hear it thank you guys link to that's also in the bio check out that album on Bandcamp. as i always say it's worth every penny you will pay for it probably more so get that and uh, make me happy see you in a week guys no won't see you hate it when podcast people say that i'll talk at you in a week and i hope you have a good one bye